shall continually be in our mouths. Praise the Lord. Let us govern ourselves for the hearing of the word of God today as we hear the reading coming from Philippians. Philippians 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. And every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess in acknowledgement to who God is, to the glory of God the Father. Praise the Lord for the word of the Lord. It's in Matthew's Gospel that we are reminded of the, the Beatitudes. We, in this season, from Christmas as we move towards Easter as a reminder of the life of the Messiah as he journeyed and lived among men, leaving an example that cannot be denied. The scripture says, seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And Jesus opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And he went on. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed I reiterate, are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, 
for they shall be called sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others will revile you and persecute you and offer all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets who were before you. Amen. Amen. The theme overarching this week is that of humility and the contrast that Jesus allowed to be drawn between the believers and the world at large, society. The tendency is great among people in the marketplaces to exalt themselves at the expense of others, to put down so that they can be lifted up. And greed and the ego is on full display. Someone over the years rightfully ascribed to the ego, the ego, that which eases God out of his rightful place in my heart and yours. The word of God comes to the people of God who God would have to be an example, a light that will shine brightly amidst darkness, a light that would make such a greater impact more than the words that comes out of our mouth because we would be modeling, living that, amidst a crooked and perverse generation. And speaking to the saints in Philippians, Jesus says, in your relationship with one another, you're to have the same mind as Christ Jesus. And he went further to establish Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider Equality with God, something to be used in his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Christ humbled himself. So Philippians gives us a great example. A great example of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ that he laid before us. We see the person of Christ who laid it all down. What he did? He laid it all down. But society is not about doing that. And they have influenced us. And the church, subtly, the wicked one has allowed the pressure to be on that we have been aligning ourselves with that which does not bring glory to God. We're moving towards judgment. We're moving towards Christ's return. We're moving towards that glorious day 
when you and I would be able to behold him face to face in the fullness of his glory. We're moving towards a new heaven and a new earth. We ought to be praying. The devil is ushering souls into eternity. You know how many are dying in other parts of the world where there is unrest and wars? Souls that are not even being reached fully with the gospel, but are being ushered into an eternity. God calls us to pray. We're called to be a people of prayer. Proverbs 16, 18 through 19 reminds us again that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is for us to look inwardly, brothers and sisters. Inwardly. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the meek and the poor than to divide the spoils with the proud. And you and I know how well it is for this flesh to want to gravitate towards people in high places to be identified with someone who just got it together. We need the Lord each and every day. Psalm 139 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. He said, See if there be any offensive way in me and lead me in that way everlasting. As we journey towards the remembrance of the cross, as we behold the example of Christ who have modeled for us, lived it out for us, to live a life of humility, we pray for those in authority. We pray for our own children who are being affected by all that's happening in our society. Would you and I, as men and women of God, allow God to show us, not only for ourselves, but for our loved ones, and for our nation, and for the world, the need that is ever so great, the need for us to avail ourselves so that God can work in us, with us, and through us for his glory. Let's respond to him. Yes, Lord. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word, the word that does give us life, life into our spirit. We thank you for this life that we have received, O oh God, sobering indeed, that we might be, O oh God, effective, fruitful in this season. Lord, we thank you that we are alive and here in this season. You are calling us, O oh God. Lord, we thank you for this word today, the charge to keep that we must have, and the attitude and the spirit in which we are to abide in, spirit of humility versus the spirit of pride, that we might search our hearts, see if there be any wicked way in us, that we might turn, O oh God, that you might use us, O oh God, in this day, in this hour. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord, we thank you. And we want to glorify you.
We are called to be a witness for him. We are called to be ambassadors of his. Amen. He says there will be wars and rumors of wars. Not so that we be fearful, but we be prayerful. He said there will be earthquakes in diverse places. Yes, God and his word is true. And I'm saying to us, I'm encouraging us in this new year, lift up your hearts and your voices. It begins with prayer. That which would lead and give ways for open doors for you and I to be able to speak. There's a world that needs to be told of the truth. There's a world that needs to be prepared for the return of Jesus Christ. More so there's a world that needs to be prepared for eternity. Because before he comes, many of us, if not all of us, may be called to eternity. Let us lift our hearts. Let us lift our voices. Would you stand with me, please, as we conclude this afternoon? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The Lord bless you and keep you as you go. It is he who makes his face to shine in you. Oh, saints of God, how he is gracious to us. The Lord our God, it is he who lifts his countenance upon us, knowing us, seeing us, and yet lifting his countenance on us and granting us his peace. May the shalom, the peace of God, goes with us. May rule, rest, and abide with you, my sisters and brothers, over you and your home and your loved ones. May it abide over you both now and always. And the people of God says, Amen and Amen. God bless you.